Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Are you a lifelong fan of General Hospital? Are you a new fan who wants to know more about the history of the show? Do you enjoy talking about the show with others? Do you find yourself yelling at the TV? Is your self-care an hour a day in Port Charles? If so, we invite you to join hosts Amanda Kimmel and Shannon Coach at the place where all the hidden conversations take place and secrets are revealed. Meet us at Pier 54, a General Hospital fan podcast. Hi. Hi. Welcome to the Port Charles 411, all about Britt Westbourne. I can't talk about the way you say her name if you like her or hate her. I don't know either. Okay. I'm excited she's back. She definitely brings a really good level of There's a good energy with her. Mm-hmm. Just some of the stuff, you're just like, man. She's done a lot in the couple years that she was on. She has. She really has. So she started in 2012. Okay. And was only really on until like 2013. And then in 14, she was on frequently, mm-hmm. but not as frequently, I don't think. And then she only came back in 15 and then like here and there. Right. There was just little bits after that. So, she was pretty consistent for 14. Was she? Mm-hmm. But then after that, it was eh, here and there. So it was really like three years mm-hmm. that she was hardcore on the canvas. Right. And then she, she was like a little tornado. She did a lot. She lived every day to the fullest. That she did. <laughs> But a lot of what we have now is a result of her. Yes. So she just came back. We're recording this well before Thursday. So The last thing we saw was Friday the 13th. Um, I just realized what I just said, Friday the 13th. Friday the 13th. Dun, dun, dun. It was my half birthday. Oh, yay. Happy half birthday. Thanks. <laughs> my birthday was also Friday the 13th. So. There you go. <laughs> anyway, um, so all we saw was that she showed up and that she hooked up with Julian. Yep. So anything else that's happened this week, we're not there yet. Yep. So we thought that we would give you a little background about And I'm assuming she has her doctor's license back, so we can say, yes, Dr. Britt Westbourne. So we used general hospital fandom, and it doesn't really start off where 
she really has a good introduction. It just says, one day Dr. Britt Westbourne comes in and pulls Patrick Drake away to talk to him. I think she was just a doctor that you saw here and there. Yeah. She was an OB. Mm-hmm. So that's important. While talking, she asks Patrick out on a date, to which he agrees. Britt notices that Sabrina Santiago has a crush on Patrick, though he though doesn't view her as a threat. And this is when they had Sabrina all mousy. She was a very, she's all that. Yes. Story with Sabrina. Yes. Which is correct. Mm-hmm. Because he should have been able to notice her before she took off her glasses. Exactly. He started to a little bit, though. He did. He did. But she manages to get Sabrina to actually babysit Patrick's daughter, Emma. And then on the date, things don't go as well as planned. Sabrina calls and tells Britt that babysitting isn't going well. Britt tries to tell Sabrina to deal with it, but Sabrina calls back and Patrick and Britt have to go home. After this incident, Britt begins to worry if Sabrina is a threat. Britt is disgusted when she finds out that Sabrina and Patrick almost kissed at midnight on New Year's Eve. That was sweet. That was sweet. So I did not get stuck down the rabbit hole, though. Good well. job. Because it was a very, it was very difficult to stay away from Patrick and Sabrina because it really did play a lot into mm-hmm. the Brit. Thing. And they were such a cute storyline. They were. Britt basically told Sabrina to stay away from Patrick and to never babysit again. And Patrick agreed that Emma has to say goodbye to Sabrina. And that really upset Emma because Emma loved Sabrina. She, and she did. did not like Britt. Mm-mm. Not at all. And she actually ran away. And Sabrina found Emma and Emma revealed Everything that happened to Britt. So I think that didn't Britt tell off Emma? Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. Remember, so, she, like, got in her ear and was like, you are not going to ruin this for me. Yeah, blah, blah. something like that. Yeah. Like, why is that not mentioned in here? There was a couple in mine that it, it's, it was worded that kind, same kind of way. They told so-and-so about such-and-such, but it didn't say what such-and-such such such was. Such. And I was like, wait, I have to think. So... And we only just decided to do Brit after Thursday because that's when she came back. So yes. I did not get a lot of YouTube in either. So anyway, from what we're remembering, Brit basically had some nasty words to say to Emma about she's going to be with her dad, whether she likes it or not, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. And when Emma ran away and Sabrina found her, she told Sabrina everything that Brit had told her. Sabrina then told Patrick and he dumped Brit. Brit, Brit is angry and vows to get back at Sabrina. Then Maxie winds up pregnant mm-hmm. with Spinelli's baby, not with the baby she thinks she's supposed to be having as a surrogate for Dante and Lulu. Right. And so Britt knows this because she can do math and realizes that she's not as far along as she should be if she were carrying the surrogacy from when implantation was. Right. So she decides to blackmail Maxie into helping her ruin Sabrina. And this ends, however, when Maxie's father, Frisco, confronts Britt and causes her to break her leg, suddenly ending the storyline. I could not remember Frisco coming back for that. I love Frisco. I do, because I think it was a one-off. I think he was, like, really only in... This would have been for the 50th anniversary. Oh, okay. That makes sense. It would have been around that time. Got it. Because it was in 2013. Okay. Oh, so then Sabrina finds out that she didn't graduate from nursing school, and Patrick found out about it and lashed out at Britt, accusing her of changing the results on Sabrina's test. And finding out that Sabrina was framed for cheating, everyone lashes out when they find that Britt did it. No charges were pressed, and Britt got a warning. In March 2013, it is revealed that she is the daughter of Dr. Liesl Olbrecht, the woman who has been helping hold Patrick's wife, Robin, hostage. Liesl tries to convince Britt to get Patrick back, Later, it is revealed that Liesl had an affair with her partner in crime, Cesar Faison, and that is how Britt was produced. 
produced. Produced. Uh, not conceived. Not conceived. <laughs> produced. Okay. I mean, I know they worked in labs and all that, but I feel like conceived is a better word. It is. <laughs> Britt and her mother's master plan is revealed when Britt takes stage at the Revive Nurses Ball to inform Patrick, Sabrina, Emma, and everyone else that she is pregnant with Patrick's child, shocking everyone. Britt told Patrick that she was going to have an abortion, and Patrick even made it to the abortion clinic, but he convinced her not to have the abortion, even though she never intended on getting one in the first place. That is not. No. Mm-mm. Britt then schemes again and claims that she has severe morning sickness, hyper hyperemesis gravidarium, which if you watch some of the YouTube she says that very quickly and with authority. I mean, she's got that down. There was one thing that she was yelling at Elizabeth for, and she said it. I'm like, that's impressive. <laughs> when the tests are done, it is revealed that she does, in fact, have this. It is learned that Britt's new friend and lab technician, Brad Cooper, changed the results for her. Due to the sickness, Britt is put on bed rest and convinces Patrick to let her move in with him. They were not together at this time. Mm-mm. He and Sabrina were together. Mm-hmm. So this is like, she's moving in, but it's Patrick's baby, so he's going to take care of the baby. And Sabrina was totally supportive of that. Right. She was awesome. Because she's like, baby. However, Patrick eventually gets smart and realizes that Britt cannot stay with them. Sabrina offers to move Britt in with her. Mm-hmm. Who does that? Only, Sabrina. Char- only characters like Sabrina or Willow. Those are the people that do this kind of thing. Britt had plenty of money, and she could have hired a nurse to come and take care of her. She That's didn't true. need to live with Sabrina. That is very true. But Patrick did agree. And later on, so does Britt, so she has no other option. Why couldn't she move to Brad? I don't know. <laughs> All right. This is probably when he was trying to decide, or when Lucas was trying to decide between Felix and Brad. Should have picked Felix. Mm-hmm. So then Britt starts bonding with Nicholas Cassadine. Because he randomly ran into her. Where was it? She was crying over something, and then he ran into her. And then he winds up taking her to, like, her Lamaze classes and everything. That was old Nicholas. I don't think new Nicholas. That was Tyler Christopher. Ooh, that's going to be interesting when we see them again. Oh, that will be good. So Nicholas helped her deal with Patrick not loving her, and when her mother returns to town, she tells her mother that she is done trying to get Patrick back. Because that's the thing, is that Liesl was behind all this. It Mm -hmm. wasn't Britt's idea. Yeah, she didn't really love Patrick that much. She was just doing what her mother told her to do. I think that she did, but the initial target was, I think she grew to. I think that she liked him when she first met him, and she grew to have feelings for him, but she would have backed off and stepped away way before she did if it wasn't for Liesl. Yes, absolutely, 100%. And then her mother refuses to stop the scheme even after it's revealed that Patrick isn't the baby's real father. Britt soon covers for her mother when Liesl accidentally poisons Duke Lavery while she was attempting to poison Anna Devane instead. Ain't when that happened. Me too. With the help of Sabrina, Felix, and computer tech Damien Spinelli, everyone finds out that Liesl is Britt's mother. Upon hearing this, upon Anna hearing this, she storms into Britt's apartment looking for Liesl. When Anna learns that Briesel, Briesel, <laughs> I guess that's their name, when Britt is lying to her about Liesl's whereabouts. Anna arrests a heavily pregnant Brit. She is bailed out by Nicholas, and Patrick finds out about Brit's mother and arrests her. And her arrest. Okay. Patrick goes to Spoot Island and confronts Brit and says that he will fight Brit for full custody of the baby due to the threat that Brit's mother possesses. Brit then states that he will never get full custody because the baby is not his. According to Brit, Brad is the father of her son via sperm donation. 
And I'm sure that it's mentioned somewhere in here before I get to it and I can't remember where, but she does wind up telling people and Brad's like, or Brad winds up telling somebody that he's not the father. And she's like, oh, why did you do that? And he goes, look at me. I'm Asian. (laughs) People are not going to believe that baby who does not look at all Asian is mine. Yeah. So then after Patrick leaves Spoon Island, Sabrina comes to confront Britt and the two get into an argument. Britt starts having contractions and goes into labor. Though Sabrina is initially compelled to leave her, she winds up delivering Britt's baby boy with Nicholas's help. Soon she realizes her son is sick and needs to go to the hospital because his lungs are filled with fluid. Sabrina ends up having to take him, but but Britt's son, Ben, manages to survive with the help of Dr. Silas Clay, who is now Hamilton Finn. (laughs) Britt tries to get a place to stay besides Windermere, but when Nicholas insists on bringing them home, Britt relents and brings Ben back there. Nicholas leaves for the christening of his niece. So that's a whole other thing. We think this is baby Georgie, who is Maxie's kid. But spoiler alert, for a short period of time, they thought, Dante and Lulu thought that she was. Did Dante and Lulu take her home? I think so. Yeah. So that would have been. Oh, my gosh. That would have been the niece that was getting baptized. Okay, because we just stared at each other like, wait, what? (laughs) My brain hurt for a second. I'm like, girl, girl, there's no girls in that family. That would be who that is. And this is why I should have done better research, because I would have looked at that and gone, what? And then, yeah. Britt finds Liesl in Windermere soon after with Ben. Dr. Obrecht thinks that Britt is trying to make Patrick jealous by staying with Nicholas, but Britt informs her that Patrick is not part of her life anymore because she told him the truth about Ben. Liesl is furious, but Britt won't back down and tells her mother to leave or she will call the police. Liesl doesn't think Britt will do it, but Britt says she won't have to because Nicholas will be home soon and will discover Liesl there. Soon after, Nicholas comes home and finds Britt unconscious mm. and Ben gone. <gasps> oh no, what happened? Britt becomes overwrought with worry when she realizes that her mother took her son. The Nicholas gets Anna involved. She leaves in the midst of the investigation to go to Switzerland because we just leave in the middle of things. Uh-huh. Britt, meanwhile, is worried about her son. Nicholas asks Britt why Dr. Obrecht would take her son, and Britt figures out that she took him to Faison and admits that admits to Nicholas that Faison is her father. She receives a video message from her mother soon after of Dr. Obrecht with Ben, claiming they'll be a happy family soon. Nicholas sees the video and recognizes where Dr. Obrecht is, his family estate on Cassadine Island. Soon after, Britt and Nicholas board a plane and head to Athens. Why not? Once they land, Nick calls Anna and tells her that Obrecht is in is on Cassadine Island. Despite Anna's warning to stay off the island, Nicholas and Britt charter a boat anyway. When they learn from the guards that Obrecht and Jerry Jacks are currently residing on the island, that's someone that we need to talk about, too. <laughs> so eventually, Britt does find Dr. Obrecht, and she confronts her and is like, where's my baby? And she said that he was upstairs and tried to warn her of something else, but Britt pushed her away. And Obrecht fell, hitting her head on the coffee table, and she became unconscious. Oh, no. That's like a perfect circle, though. Mm-hmm. Britt hurries up upstairs and finds her son in the arms of her father, Faison. Faison claims he is going to raise Ben as his heir, but Britt claims that Ben isn't even her son, therefore not related to Faison either. Faison thinks that she is lying and threatens her, but Nicholas shows up and helps her out. Soon after, Britt finds out that Robin is alive, having been held hostage by Britt's parents, Faison, Obrecht, corner the three of them with Ben and hold them at gunpoint. Then Jerry shows up and reveals that he's holding Robin's parents, Anna and Robert, and will only let them go if Robin creates a cure for his polonium poisoning. Man, 2013 was crazy. 
Oh my gosh. So Switzerland and Greece were what France is now. Yes. Amanda, guess what time it is? What time is it? It's time for me to pick out my Fat Fit Fun selections. Oh my gosh, you were so excited with the last box. What are you going to get this time? I love Fat Fit Fun. Seriously, I've been using it for over a year. And at first I was like, do I really want to, you know, spend money on that? Yes. I know how excited you are. You get over $200 worth of products for only $49.99. And it's once a quarter. That's not bad at all. No, not at all. One of the items that I'm getting in my spring box is a light therapy, anti-wrinkle light. That I've seen them listed other places for well over $100, and that's, that's going to awesome. be included in my box. They also have robes, different lotions, sprays. There's a really cute umbrella on there. Tons of things for you to pick out. You're making me want one. You could go to our website, pure54podcast.com. And just go under the savings tab and click the get offer button under the FabFitFun. Make sure to use promo code rainbow and you get $10 off your first box. That's a deal. It's amazing. So go check out our website, pure54podcast.com and make sure to use promo code rainbow for $10 off your first box. And you're going to love it. Nicholas and Britt say they have to go back to Port Charles or people will become suspicious. Jerry agrees, but he has Faison and Obrecht watch them and Robin to make sure they don't turn against him. Britt, Nicholas, Robin, and Ben come back, held in captivity by Faison and Obrecht on Windermere. Britt takes Ben to get checked out at the hospital and finds out that Patrick and Sabrina are engaged. Oh, I hated this. Distressed, Britt nearly tells Patrick about Robin being alive, but holds back when Nicholas tells her to. However, she later lets Robin know about this, who is upset to know her husband has moved on. Which she had no reason. I mean, I understand being upset, but it's not like the whole world didn't think you were dead. Correct. When Luke Spencer comes back to town, Robin is anxious to get his blood sample since he's the one who received the antidote that she had come up with for the polonium poisoning. Mm -hmm. Oh, this is when, oh, this is when Edward and Emma got his dose. Yes. Oh. Britt and Nicholas manage to pull strings so Robin can get into the lab unnoticed to analyze the sample. So then Britt helps Robin synthesize the antidote, but Robert and Anna show up having overpowered Jerry and escaped. They find Obrecht holding Duke captive and Faison holding both Luke and Nicholas captive. They manage to overpower both of them, saving Duke, Nicholas, and Luke. Britt tells Robin to run so she can stop Patrick and Sabrina's wedding. Meanwhile, Britt and Nicholas become close and eventually decide to be a couple despite the danger they're in. Anna and Robert eventually escape to rescue and rescue Britt, Robin, and Nicholas from Obrecht and Faison. Britt and Nicholas become closer and decide to be a couple once Robin goes back to her family and Obrecht and Faison are both captured. However, soon after, her mother calls her from police custody, warning Britt to help her out or she'll reveal the truth about Ben. Britt goes to the police station where Obrecht tells her to arrange bail hearing or hire a lawyer or her secret about Ben will be revealed. Britt leaves and finds Brad at Windermere. He tells her that Dante and Lulu Falconeri have found out their remaining embryos are missing and want to question her about them. He warns them that they will find out soon enough that Britt has their son. In flashbacks, it is revealed that after Patrick dumped Britt, Obrecht told her to get pregnant in order to get Patrick back. Britt wanted to find a suitable sperm donor, but Obrecht reminded her about the embryos she had fertilized for Dante and Lulu. One was implanted into Maxie, which she ended up miscarrying, Britt had Brad steal the other two. He does a lot of baby stealing. Mm -hmm. 
and Obrecht implanted them into Britt. Only one was viable, and it led to Britt becoming pregnant with, quote, her son. Ben is actually Dante and Lulu's biological child. Britt tells Dante he she doesn't know what happened to his and Lulu's embryos. Britt later tells her mother how worried she is that Nicholas will break up with her when he finds out that she stole her his sister's embryos and that Ben is actually Lulu's son. That is a lot to be worried about. Because at the same time, they are having Georgie, who they think is, whoa. Yep. Though she wants to tell the truth, she's afraid, out of fear, to lose Nicholas. Britt tests Lulu to see about trying surrogacy again, but learns Lulu has no viable aches and therefore will likely never be able to have her own children. That was a lot. It was. I told you she did a lot in a little bit of time. She made every day count. She's my favorite. All right, 2014. Britt spends New Year's with Nicholas. I guess that's all that happened in January, because then we go right to Valentine's Day. On Valentine's Day, Elizabeth tells Britt that she ran a DNA test on Ben and Dante, and that she knows that they are father and son. When she and Nicholas leave the Falconary loft, Nicholas proposes to Britt once again, which she accepts. On March 12th, Britt and her mother have a heart-to-heart, and Obrecht promises to keep the secret about Ben. Britt feels guilty about keeping Lulu from her son, she writes a letter at the hospital confessing everything, and as she's about to leave, she runs into Elizabeth and Cameron. She shuts the letter down and doesn't pick up the right one. If you wrote something that important, wouldn't she make sure that she picked up the right letter? Maybe. Okay. So she picked up the wrong letter, took it home, and burned it. Cameron ended up with the right letter, and that is how Elizabeth ended up getting all the information. She gets all the info about the correct She paternity. does, but that was totally Britt's fault. If you have a piece of paper that important, you don't just set it down and then mix it up. Right. On March 25th, Britt finally admits the truth about Ben. After her mother kidnaps Ben, Dante arrests Britt for stealing Lulu's child. In police custody, Britt contacts her mother and tells her that she eluded the police and that she wants to be a family with her and Ben. On April 4th, Obrecht contacts Britt and tells her where Ben is, and after some thinking, Britt decides the right thing is to tell Dante and Lulu where Ben is. She decides to help the police get Ben back, to Dante and Lulu by going along with her mother's plan to come get Ben. On April 8th, after Britt gets Ben in her arms, the police come in and she gives Ben to Dante. The next day, Britt says goodbye to Ben. That was a long time she had him. It really was. But she also was doing the right thing, like once she felt like she could. Yes, I'm like good for her for giving him back because after all that time, you know she did develop an actual bond with him. Absolutely. You could tell the way that she treated him. As much as she knew he wasn't hers, he was hers. Right. So, but I, I don't know. In my mind, originally, it was like she had him for a couple weeks. But mm-hmm. no, it was months. On the same day, it is revealed that Dr. Obrex is Nathan West's mother, and thus, blah, 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 and thus, Nathan is Britt's biological brother. And then it goes on that they met at the bar, and they didn't know that they were each other's siblings, <gasps> and they almost went home. Oh, and that's right. Oh, and I forgot about totally that. And it totally grosses me out. But luckily, they did not, so we're all good. But how gross. Oh, I don't know. I might have had to take a break if they had actually done that, because that's disgusting. They've almost done that a couple times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. On April 24th and 25th, Britt comes upon Patrick, Sabrina, and Emma after a car accident, and she delivers Sabrina's baby. It is revealed that Britt is living with Brad. After delivering Patrick and Sabrina's boys, she returns to the hospital to work around the clock to give the baby the best possible care. I never thought about the fact that they delivered each other's babies. I didn't either until you said that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Aw. That was very nice of them. 
Well, it's Britt's job, but yeah, I guess. Yeah, I guess Sabrina's too. She's a nurse. True. Okay. It would take. Still, I mean, in real life, I don't feel like you have that many opportunities to deliver babies in people's houses. I've never had cars. I've never had to do that, but I feel like you'd be tempted to walk away for a minute when it's someone that you don't like. So good for them for putting their crap aside. Um, Anna Devane believes that she was responsible for the crash because Emma said that Britt appeared out of nowhere, but Nathan eventually clears her name when the tire marks at the scene don't match Britt's car. And I'm glad that they brought that up because sometimes there's accidents and they're just like, we have no idea how it happened. That's okay. And they move on. So thank you, Nathan, for actually looking at the tire marks and figuring out what's going on. Yay. During their conversation, Nathan tells Britt that they are siblings. But before they can get to know each other, Britt says she needs to check on the baby. Britt offers support to Patrick and promises that she will do everything she can to help his son gives him a hug, and once again apologizes to Sabrina for the way that she treated her. Because she noticed the way that Sabrina connected with Patrick and Emma from the beginning, and she was jealous. Hmm. Sabrina forgave her, and when she breaks down because she is scared of losing her son, Britt comforts her. In June, Britt must tell Patrick and Sabrina that their son is going to die. After weeks of being ignored or told off by Nicholas and watching him and Elizabeth get closer... Britt decides to go back to her old way of being the Britch and brings her mother into it. She persuades her mother to rehire Elizabeth, which I forgot that Elizabeth was fired. Yeah. Last couple. So did I. Yeah. In July, Britt teams up with Spencer to reunite her and Nicholas. As part of the plan, Britt spends 4th of July with Nicholas and Spencer and volunteers at Lila's Kids. Also, as part of their plan, Spencer runs away and Britt is the one to bring him home. Britt was supposed to find Spencer... Oh, I'm sorry. Britt was supposed to find Spencer, but it was Elizabeth that brought him home. I remember that. Yes. During the time Spencer was away, Britt has comforted Nicholas, and the two of them had gotten close again. A few, it just says a few later. I'm assuming it means a few weeks later. A few weeks later, Nicholas and Spencer asked Britt to move back in with them. In November, a WSB agent turned up at Windermere and told Britt that they believed Anna and Robert had murdered Faison. They asked for Britt's help to expose Anna, but Britt refused. However, Obrecht told Britt that if she didn't help him in the investigation, that she would tell Nicholas everything about Spencer's disappearance. Dun, dun, dun. On Thanksgiving, Britt was stunned to see Faison at Windermere. She threatened to turn him in until Obrecht threatened to ruin her happiness with Nicholas. After Faison left, Nicholas overheard Britt telling Obrecht she won't destroy her happiness with Nicholas. Britt and Obrecht did their best to deflect when Nicholas started questioning Spencer. Then Britt decided to come clean. Nicholas was furious with Britt and vowed to press charges. Obrecht convinced Britt to skip town with her and Faison. Britt and Obrecht arrived at the docks ready to leave, and Faison shows up shortly after. They're all set to leave when they find out from Faison that Nathan was shot. Britt says that she'll stay with Nathan, but Obrecht says that she'll stay because if Britt stays, she'll get prosecuted. So Britt shares an emotional goodbye with her mother before getting on the boat with her father. I they have a very difficult family dynamic. They do. They do. So that was 2014. In 2015, Britt reunites with her best friend Brad when she comes out of hiding to watch the Nurses Ball red carpet show with him like they had the previous year. It's also revealed that her and Faison have bonded as father and son, and she calls him Papa. She also tells him that Faison arranged for her to come back to Port Charles and Britt is reunited with her mother. That just 
felt freaky to me. I know that that's her dad, but she she was not a little girl, and to all all of a sudden start calling Faison Papa. Yeah, their family is just weird. But the clip of them watching the nurses' ball was really cute. Oh my gosh! Because yes. it was totally. How two friends would do it. Absolutely. And rewind it, rewind it. She fell. Exactly. (laughs) So cute. So make sure you watch that on YouTube. We'll have it in the show notes. Yes. Later on, Britt and Brad watched the red carpet show together during which she found out what happened to Spencer. That's what I was talking about, the way that they worded it. This, I'm pretty sure it was when Spencer got caught in that fire. So he didn't want to go anywhere because his face was all. After finding out what happened, she goes to see Spencer and they talk. She convinces him to go to the ball. And that's when he was the Phantom of the Opera. Yes. The Phantom so, of the Nurse's Ball. That was cute. And then she's gone again because this was just a little pop in to say hi. So she returns again on December 8th, 2017 and is seen with Jason and Sonny. She tells Sonny and Jason everything she knows about Faison and finds out how Rocco's doing. She turns herself into the police as she is done running, and on December 12th, while in custody, she reunites with Nathan and finds out he's going to be a father. She gives him advice on how to handle their mother, and afterwards, she's taken to a jail cell. She then reunites with her mother again and promises not to turn in Faison, even though it would get her a reduced sentence. They end up talking about Nathan and Maxie and the baby, and she promises that she will be back someday. On October 29th, 2018, she is seen when Anna and Finn go to visit her in Pentonville, and they offer her a get-out-of-jail-free card if she helps catch Obrecht. While out of prison, Britt met her half-brother, Peter August, which that's weird, too. Yeah. I wasn't even thinking about Yeah. Yeah. So, they do have a very strange family. In November, after her mom was brought back to Port Charles, Britt leaves her a note telling her that she's left Port Charles and is starting a new life. And then that would have been the end of it until she just came back for this one day that was seen so far. Did it mention that Rocco was Ben? And yours? It says, it says that she asked, it said she asked about Ben. Parentheses rocket. Okay. So yeah, I guess I should have clarified. No, it's okay that, that some people might not know that. Yes. So obviously from what we just said. Right. Lulu and Dante's son Rocco is the child that Britt was raising as her son Ben. Yes. Which is crazy to look at how old Rocco is now and think that that happened that long ago. Yeah. It's, it is. So yeah. So Britt's back now. I think she's going to help Brad out. I don't know that I like this love interest of her with Julian, though. I kind of hope it's just a one-night stand. But a little bit about her personality. You heard Brit's manipulative, untruthful personality has led to her nickname being The Bridge or Dr. Bridge. And originally, she was supposed to be a pointless character who would be removed from the show quickly. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Brit's unfolding storyline that revealed her to be the daughter of supervillain Cesar Faison and Dr. Lisa Obrecht has garnered her both both her and Thibaud praise for making her nastiness believable with zap to it, calling her a natural. Though she loves playing the nasty side of Brit, Thibode is pleased to show the characters many layers. And that's what we were talking about is, yeah, she's done some really, really crazy things, but she has like how she, she loves Spencer. Mm-hmm. Loves Love Spencer. him. Yes. You know, she's just got some stuff. I did not realize that she was supposed to be a temporary character. It says, Although Britt was written to be a heartless villain, which I don't 
know that she was ever seemed heart. I mean, she seemed bad, but heartless villains roles over the top. I don't know because I watched the scene with her and Elizabeth talking about how maybe heartless is the wrong, but she was very self focused mm-hmm. because initially Elizabeth was kind of supportive of her dating Patrick, and she was like, "If Patrick's happy, that's okay." And then at a next clip or something, she said, "Well, maybe." Something about Patrick hasn't moved on since Robin. And she's like, well, it's been a year. And then she was like, oh, did that sound as nasty as I think that did? So, I mean, she recognized it, but. Yeah. I don't know. I just, I don't like the word heartless. Anyway, Brit was proven to be popular among fans and critics, with some even disliking Brit's enemy, the good girl, Sabrina, which I think is crazy because I just assumed everybody loves Sabrina. I could see where she'd be too sweet for some people. It said that they were claiming that Sabrina is too immature in late summer 2013. I wouldn't say immature. I would just say naive. There was a difference there. She felt there. young. Sabrina felt young. She, and being that she was just getting her nurse's license. Yeah. And she's an and Brit's an established doctor. Right. As is Patrick. Right. So Sabrina, I always assumed, was around like 24, 25, and Brit was more. Yeah. So, but I feel like she was mature, but I definitely think like naive and innocent because of yes. her background and she came and she was unaware of right. so much. Yeah. Mm. In late summer 2013, viewers started to notice a change in the character after she bonds with sometime character Nicholas Cassadine. I don't know it's written like that. It wasn't a sometime character then. And then it goes on, Brick confides in Nicholas, quoting, I should have been an adult and realized the truth and cut my losses, talking about Patrick. Instead, I dug in. I tried harder to win him over Emma, too, but Emma didn't like me from the start. She's even more stubborn than Patrick. After every gift fell flat and every outing ended with attitude, I lost my temper and acted like a child. It's something I'm not proud of. So that's referring to what you were talking about. Because she did. She got in her face and was like, you are not going to ruin this. Yes. And was nasty. But I don't know. She's, I like her different side. But also, even though she has these two brothers, she was never raised with them. Oh, my gosh. So that means, wait, she is Nina's cousin, even though they share a brother. Because Dr. Obrecht is Nina's mom's sister. Mm-hmm. Madeline. Yes. <laughs> I can remember that today. Wow. Yeah, that's a complicated family tree there. Very. I'm excited, though. I can't wait to see who they put her with. I hope it's not Julian. He deserves a love interest, but I just feel like she has an agenda there. That was way too, I'm going there, and I'm going to hook up with him. Oh, yeah. That it was not a... That was a scratch in the niche, not a long time. Yeah, exactly. She hasn't liked him forever, instant... You're hot. So, I don't know. I don't, I don't know either. Long term, but it was a good. We do need someone. It was a good Friday that. scene. It, Love in the afternoon, as people like to bring up. Yes. <laughs> it was. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so I guess we'll see what she's up to. See if she can help Brad at all. I don't know. I don't know either. Is she going to take down Julian? I don't know. I don't know that that's going to help Brad. Well, and it's not like she has, she's one to talk. Right. We just talked about yeah. how many kids. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. I guess we'll see. Yep. So that is your backstory about Brit Westbourne.
So have a good weekend, and we'll meet with a peer. Bye. Bye. If you enjoyed today's show, we invite you to go to peer54podcast.com to subscribe on your favorite platform. Don't forget to leave us a review. And you can also follow us on many social media channels. Just search for Peer 54 Podcast. Also, we are not perfect, so if there is something that we missed or messed up, just let us know by emailing us at peer54podcast at gmail.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.